fight. That's tragic. That's I know niggas die every day. They said somebody jumped off a boat. Not our boat, but like another boat. I heard that happens often. Like, isn't that crazy? Like, they lose a lot of people at sea on these cruises that they don't tell you. Like, at oh least 30 people yeah. a fucking ship strike trip jump off or fucking gets missing on hey, a cruise ship. That's why they were tripping. They report it. I was walking around with my life jacket on. Them niggas was yeah. like, you gotta look into that. Jacket on. I was like, bitch, because I'm finna drown. <laughs> I'm ready to crazy. drown in this liquor, nigga. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, my birthday, don't hurt me. You are something else. All right. Uh, Bohemian. You ready, Freddie? Please. You good? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Blunt Talk TV. It's your girl, Yo Kelly. And I'm here with. You already know, man. Yeah, Thomas, your boy. You be my favorite daddy. Fuck you saying. No, I ain't playing. Mr. James, stay in your lane. Jim and I know him as I. Justin James. It is Gemini season. Come on, nigga. I'm lit all day. I'm not playing with y'all, bro. You should see me outside riding. No shirt. Shout out to the Gemini. Know that. Because as you see, his energy is up there, y'all. 20 now. It's up. 20 now. It's always up. Come on. And we got a special guest today. Another one. Another yeah, one, thank you. <laughs> Come on, another one. She's been on our show before. She's graced with our presence, graced us with her presence. Lord Jesus, get together, Kelly. She's graced Hello. us with her presence. She's back at it again. Miss Ashley Mazingo. But yes. soon to be something else. You know well, what? what they're talking about? We're about to change that. We can get into name. that in a second. <laughs> I would love to get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Miss Ashley about to be new last name. Okay. Ooh, say that. Say that. Know that. You know, it's nice. It's, it's nice here. Oh! It is. It just got cold in the house. <laughs> oh, nice. put my jacket on. It does look so. I got a little chill. I got a little chill bump on my elbow. Oh, oh, hold on, girl. Let me. And if you don't know. Birthday things. If you don't know, what you should know is. She is the creator of a fucking firm. Bro. And I love her, um. It's a shit talk, get ready with me type of like a vibe she has going on too. I love that yeah. because it's like it's real. Like she's over there beating face, but we have a real live like, bitch, what's up? Like, girl, I be eating, I be eating, I be eating. So if you're not hip to it, get hip to it. Thank you so much for coming back on the show. Of course. I was trying to remember like the last time I was here. I was like, man, how many years ago was that? Good like two years, two two and a half years, yeah. I think, because we took a break. Yeah, yeah. we took a like, break. It might have been like closer to three years. Yeah, yeah, three, yeah, yeah. Four years. I was like, that was a very different place for me. Damn, <laughs> I was just getting back here. Different place for me too. Ooh. Everybody, honestly, we were reporting at my dad's store. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! I remember that. Yeah. We had Killer Cam on here and Kiani. Yeah, that was a whole different setup. It was really nice. And yeah, what I remember most about your first visit was. Amongst all of them, for you, you kind of came on with like this really nice, airy presence. And I remember saying like that during the like interview, like, "Yo, you you're just so calm." And I remember like telling you then, seeing you at Winston, like you kind of just had this like queen, like just ever so ever like effortless presence. Like she's just you know just walking around. Like yeah, you knew who she was before you even knew who she was. Type of thing. Like it was. It was like that. So getting you on the show and seeing you in person, I'm like, yo, you're exactly how I imagined in real life. Like, you are chill, relaxed, modest, like, low-key oh. on some queen princess shit. Like, she cool, but she'll still get with you. Like, she'll still get taught that. Because I can't drink about shit to you. you know? And then next side, come out. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So I'm so happy to have you come back. And what what an amazing topic, honestly, to come back on to. We're talking about um, how often you've forgiven yourself. And do you Ooh. forgive yourself 
at all. Like, do you how do you talk to yourself and say, "Yo, it's okay. I love you. We're good. I forgive See? you." See, it's a it's a it's a dead thing in our generation and in our community. How many times have you normally ever forgiven yourself? I bet you count on your hands. I bet you the average person can count on their hands how many times they've ever forgiven themselves. It's not a common thing. You should do that shit all the all time. the time, and it's nothing we talk about because yeah. There's a there's a lot to that though. So you have people who forgiving yourself is is first you have to acknowledge that you've done something wrong. So 100%. you have people that don't really walk around and think they're doing anything wrong. They shit don't stink. <laughs> you know, so some people probably don't forgive themselves all off of the strength that they've never they don't see themselves at fault. But then you have people that overblame themselves. That is they true. don't know how to forgive themselves. Oh man! Okay. So I, I guess it's I a it's like forgiveness is is something that I was talking to my therapist. I equated to. I told her, well, somebody asked me because my therapist recently weaned me off. You know, she was like, "You you getting good, Ashley?" I'm like, <laughs> she was like, "I think you got it." Like, hey, look. and I was like, "What you mean?" You need I'm to tell her to chill out every two weeks. Thank you. I'm about to say she's trying to lose money. First, I was like, uh-uh. This is a lot for me. Um, but I, someone had asked me, um, you know, oh, you, you know, did you finish therapy? Are you healed? And I was like, that's that's not a thing. Like, right. <laughs> therapy isn't something that's like a one and done. Um, because, yes, my life is great now and I'm able to be a lot more content with things and I'm able to forgive myself for making certain mistakes and not look at things so brashly and like beat myself up right but that's fine now but i know you know things we don't like to talk about right like, i know with my parents with my dad the taboo yeah when he get of age i'm gonna be hurt so i'm still going to need therapy mm-hmm. at that time mm-hmm. so we have different points in our lives where like therapy is just always needed whether you're in a good space whether you're in a medium space whether you're in like a bad place um, heal, healed, I don't think is a thing. The ED part, healing is something that's consistent. I think. So you don't think you got to be healed? No. No. I think you. Can. I think you. You're just in a constant state of healing. Really. Mm-hmm. I, so you, I would like to contradict because I feel like you can be healed from things, but from things, yes. But I do agree with the fact that healing is a continuous thing because it's. It's a work in progress. So you, you can know? never be Anything. truly healed, but you no, can always be healed. No, it's not that you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Because you I can be healed, okay, and then something I could, you know, bring I'm back fine. that trauma or bring back that memory, or just make you, you know, just relax. You, you, you know, you, you scab off the wound, like you, you're all healed up, but the scab but what popped off. What if I got a stitch on that motherfucker and I still went up? It's the pain that that occurs during that trauma. But it's always gonna hurt. But, but it's, it's gonna, gonna heal, heal back up. Yeah, you're still gonna heal back up, but if something were to happen to that wound, it's still gonna hurt for that time that it happened. So, I get that. Yeah, on that perspective, for sure. Yeah, but, and when you look at certain scars, sometimes like it still hurt, like when even oh, just yeah. the the sight of it, right, or the mention of something, hmm. but it it decreases. So that's the healing part. So that same thing, that same trigger, or that same account that used to piss you off every time you saw that name come across your screen, mm-hmm. it it gets less and less. But it still doesn't take away entirely the state. Like it's some it's some stuff I'm gonna always be pissed off about. Oh, hundred like, percent. <laughs> I like yeah. you, especially yeah. oh, fa- especially family stuff. Like it's some cousins I'm never gonna talk to again, and that's fine. Like, but 
when I think about the things that have happened, I'm not as upset with what happened. But I also don't have to force myself in this. Because people also think like, oh, you got to heal. You got to like force yourself to deal with things that you wouldn't normally deal with or like make amends. I don't really believe in that. But <laughs> you, don't believe, oh, oh, slow down. you don't believe in making an amends? She because, doesn't mean forcing it. Yeah, forcing it. it. I don't need to force making like no, patching it up. Like I don't need but to. But sometimes do that. you got to take shit into your own hands. You can't just always wait on something. But I get so, what you're saying. You know so what like, saying? you know what's going on with me and my family. Like, 100%. My family, we're really, really close in. So if one of us is not talking to one another, it's like a big ordeal. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's on the phone. Like it's it's a massive ordeal. And this time around, I kind of let them know, like, hey, my phone is still there. Like y'all can call me. I'm not like you know at war with y'all, but I need my space. Like mm-hmm. I just need space because at this time, I I don't had my conversations with you individually. I don't have my conversations as a group, as a family. I don't. It gave you examples. I don't give you time. I don't did everything I could do on my part. To make sure that these situations could not happen again, and yet they're still happening. So only I can do is take myself out of the equation. But here's where road meets the road. Those people sometimes feel like it has to be when they're ready. So how my dad interpreted was, well, I'm going to still blow you up, and I'm still going to beg for you to talk more. I'm still going to do this, that, and the third. And it's like, you're not listening. Because yeah, if you were to listen to what I said three months ago, we wouldn't be having these conversations today. We could have been cool as a game. But now because it's of your urgency or it's of your importance, now you want to put the energy behind it. And that's not fair to me. But it's a different approach for different folks. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, everybody's not going to see it your way that's going to be right. Doesn't mean it's not the right way to be done. It's not that. It's not that. But just as much as what you're saying is true, it goes both ways. So if you want it to be done today and I want it to be done tomorrow, we're going to have to wait till we be on the same page and get done on Tuesday. And it might not get done till next month. But look. Somebody gonna give. <laughs> you can't. You can tug all fucking day. You are gonna tie yourself out. You said something I want to touch on. So, have you ever looked back on things and mm. felt nothing? Like not. I would kind of going back to the heal part. So maybe not necessarily like feeling any type of trauma about it. But I don't know. Just looking back, like I finally got to the point where I can think about one particular ex and not feel mad, not feel sad, just feel like. Just be like oh, okay. Like, yo, I hope you're right. That goes by person because I could think of a name and it's going to set me off. I'm like, fuck is you talking about? And that's who they were for me. And that's literally (laughs) who they were for years. I think I even brought it up last time he was on the show. Like, that's who that person was for me and to me for the longest. And now when I think about them. Oh, yeah. And and you think about it. When you think back, that's so heavy to carry, right? Like, someone's name. Puts this weird feeling in your stomach. You can't even use you that name if you're trying to get pressure. a kid. You'd like, be like, yeah. that name is like off the it, list. <laughs> and it's almost like I kind of have all that power back. Mm-hmm. Like, I make my bullet boy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you I'm a question. Let me ask you a question. If you've seen that person, what now, what do you think your initial response would be if they're in a better situation than when you left them in? So... I don't know if this would be categorized as healed, but this is just how, and this is speaking on just me as an Aquarius. I don't know if it's like all Aquarius, but this is definitely me. And you Gemini's probably understand too. But I ain't gonna hold it. Um, out of sight, out of mind. Out of sight, out of mind. I can That's see true. you in a space, yeah. and unless I, there's a reason why we have to speak, out of sight, out of mind. I don't want to see. And, it. and it's not no disrespect. <laughs> it's not no. I'm trying to avoid you. It's not like Pass. I can't make eye contact and say hi to you. But it's like I don't want to see you. Pass the hello. What are we about to talk about? Like what are we doing? <laughs> well, how are you been? Well, I don't, I don't care. even say hello. I, I don't even think it's an out of sight, out of mind thing for me. I think it's just an out of mind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you could be right there. Yeah, like, I can still hmm. see you out, and I don't have to like. 
I don't have to speak I, to you. At all. We're and people that I can I look through people. I can look through you. I can look through it. And it's not going to face you. Yeah. Hey. I, like, people will become complete <laughs> strangers <laughs> to me. I have and to me, that's no you. problem. I, I think I it think is. Is it really, though? No? I think it's a I form of. I think I'm about to say, is it really you? Because it's. Or you putting a band-aid on the situation. This is how I think it's a band-aid. I wouldn't classify it as a band-aid, but I think it's. it's. Go this ahead, is how I know I was healed. This is how I know yeah. I was healed. Because this, and this is what made me think about this whole forgiveness topic. I was driving the car on the phone with my homegirl talking about this guy yet the freak again. Mm. Going through the ropes, trying to figure out why, what am I doing wrong? Why is this not me? Like, I'm dolled up, not dolled up. I, going through the freaking ringa. And I was telling her like, bro, at this point I feel like I need to just be focused on myself and just really try to just go back on this self journey and start like just forgiving myself about a lot of things. I already forgave myself. For some things and as soon as i said that sentence i think back and i'm literally driving on the road like i'm slowing down and everything like this traffic behind me like bitch you need to go and go okay <laughs> like i'm over here having a whole epiphany I'm like wait do you forgive yourself exactly do you i was like really? damn Brittany, do you forgive yourself i gotta call my name name like i'm a mama like bitch do you really forgive yourself I'm like wait i don't think i do exactly. so then i had to like replay a lot of things back especially with him and i had to forgive myself for Thinking for any moment or any time that I was not good enough for mm. for allowing myself to continuously put myself second when I know I should be first for allowing myself to to be less than and allow someone to make me feel and even be willing to be less than to make that person feel like they need or can be on a pedestal all those things because I and I'm thinking I'm doing it because that's the how I'm showing him I love him that's how I can show my care that's how I can show my presence that's mm. how I can show him but what about me? And while I'm doing this, I'm just pushing myself further and further and further and further and further down. Where do you think you get that from? Where do you think you get that state of mind where you got to feel like you got to put somebody else first? And then you get lost in the sauce and don't even realize you're not even worried about yourself no more. I don't know if it's more so a state of mind versus the desire of wanting to show someone how much you care for them. Especially in this day and age where it's very hard to just use the words out of your freaking mouth. It is. You want to show action. You want to put like you want to put some gumption behind it. So by trying to put some gumption behind behind my words, I forgot the most important person that I could serve beyond my Lord is myself. Because at the end of the day, how and I had to think about it too. How can I tell myself or how can I even be a hundred percent of a woman to anybody if I want to be a hundred percent of a person to myself? Mm -hmm. And I had to start forgiving myself for that because I did myself dirty. I did myself so dirty for so for ten years. I did myself dirty and I didn't have to. All that for one person. For one person, and even Ooh. in sense of, in any sense of, I could have still found drug. a way to still achieve. And it is. And, it drug. is. I could have still found a way to, you know, got to know that person and build that relationship with the person without having to put myself second. That's the one that really got me. Like now, going back into dating and standing on my ten toes and understand, like if I feel for any for any reason that I would have to go back later on and forgive myself for for any decision then it wasn't worth it because yeah. i have to lay down in my bed and think about my life i have to wake up every morning and think about you know by myself <laughs> by yourself. and live that with my truth this so it's like i gotta Ooh. i gotta i gotta do her better and i tell you what ever since i've started saying like literally out loud my name and forgive for the exact situation mm-hmm. wait you gotta do it like the superman pose that's a yeah. real thing like, you, be like, you know, sometimes you gotta fake it till you make it. If you, can tell, if you tell yourself you're over something, these are exact her exact words to me. If you tell yourself you're over something long enough, 
you'll start to believe it. Like it's it's like anything. And just to answer your question from earlier too, mm-hmm. um, looking back on things, just from I'm 31. Like I there's just things that Ooh. I just cannot. <laughs> Yeah. I don't. I don't need. I can't give energy to it anymore. Right. right. So there's a level of contentment that I like have with certain things now. Like mm-hmm. yes, I did make those decisions to put myself last, but it's okay because I learned how to put myself first. So there's a there's a per, me and my fiance talk a lot about perspective of things. So yes, like that particular situation hurt. Like. For example, my mom stopped talking to me. Mm-hmm. She doesn't agree with me being gay. And it threw me because me and her don't have the closest relationship to begin with. Right. So to me, it's like, you don't really need to be putting anything else up. Like, we are already trying our best to have a relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you wanting to cut me off makes, like, at first I got really, really sad. And I got really, really angry. angry. You really go through the stages of grief. And then, like, now I'm just like, you know, we haven't talked in You're over six months. And I'm just like, okay, cool. This is how she going to act. And that's fine. She going to she get to miss out. You know, like, this is my first time having an engagement ring. Like, and that's the sad part. They're, that's they're you. missing out. Yeah, and that's, You're that's missing on out you. on that. That, that, that on person you. is missing out on the blessing that you are. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, and, by the way. Thank you. Super oh, Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Why we had a double engagement. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, see. <laughs> I was okay. I was, so you know I be stalking. So girl, I was I was stalking. I was stalking. It's okay. And I couldn't make it out because I knew it was her birthday weekend, mm-hmm. and I was like, dang, she got engaged on her birthday weekend. Mm-hmm. Dang, girl. When your birthday is? May twenty ninth. Dang. Okay. You made it. Okay. You made it. I'm early. Yeah. 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 We live there, bro. Yeah, June, June got a got a little spice in them. Oh, honey. Yeah, <laughs> June Gemini's got a little spice. Yeah, we look different. I'm just understanding, folks. Yeah. Okay. Now I get it. Now I know where we at in this conversation. Yeah, it's like Ooh. it is. It's definitely. Did y'all watch the the Patty Labelle and Gladys Knight verses? Do you remember that one? Mm-mm. So Patty Labelle and Gladys Knight did a verses, and Gladys Knight was just kind of quiet. She was like pretty content, you know, <laughs> chilling. And Patty Labelle was Patty Labelle, just yeah, loud yeah. who yeah, she yeah. was. Ah. But they both Gemini's, so it's oh, two different ends of the spectrum. I did not know <laughs> that. I did not know yeah, that. Like, oh, go go okay. down the Gemini legend list. You know, I'm it. everybody be putting me down. I'm like nigga, I'm strong, nigga, by myself, army of one. I'm not playing with y'all. Fuck y'all. J Cole's my birthday one. I'm leaving it at that. Oh, weird. <laughs> Emo ass niggas. Oh my god. Oh, good yeah, knowledge. I, good I knowledge. I got Oprah Winfrey too. Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. Oh, fuck Oprah. Big wow. Big I fuck with Oprah, but fuck Oprah. You know what I'm saying? You know what? I feel like. Okay. Feel you feel me? I'm not, I'm not mad at that statement. <laughs> Just fuck her, but I fuck with her. Yeah. Honey. She, yeah. she got money. <laughs> Shout out to and, Oprah. And power. <laughs> uh, yeah, and power. <laughs> Big P, okay? Yeah, she's she not big P. No, she ain't pushing shit. She, she is the P. Is the P. <laughs> you know? Yeah, when I think the the arrival at uh, at contentment is the healing part mm. of any forgiveness journey. It's just like you, because you you can't change it. Like, it happened. That part. That part. <laughs> that part. And that's why I feel like a lot of people, like a lot of my friends did with anxiety. And I, and I, I would like to believe, and I keep saying that I have, I have, I have been anxiety free for the last three years. 
I have my anxiety moments, but I have been mm-hmm. anxiety free for the last three years. And I feel like the reason why I got over my anxiety hump or what helped me was the realization that I have no control over Dilly shit. I have no control over nothing. The most I can do is pick my hair color <coughs> on a given day. Sometimes there's a poll. Um, like, I think that nigga might talk to you and be like, like nah, bitch, I'm, I'm doing this. And then, that, and then that's it. That's it. I can get up and go to work, mm-hmm. and that's about it. But everything's up on him. Everything is up on him. I stay with heavy conversation with God, and just constantly, just hey, hey, bro, because that's exactly how we talk. Hey, bro, yeah, you let to. me know what you want to do today because <laughs> I'm up. Like, see I'm how here. see how Man. easy it is for girls to do that for a black guy, especially. We don't do that shit, bro. Uh, and that's the thing we're not taught that we're not learned that as young men especially even get passed down from generation to generation we don't learn that whole nah we we gotta take that shit you take it you eat it and then that's what it is but that's why that's what it's gonna float up all the time but it's what it is and that's what i'm saying black men do black men especially i feel like but just men as a whole mostly black men uh forgiveness because I, I understand the ongoing old-fashioned statement. I, I won't say old-fashioned because it is very much traditional, but I get the overwhelming pressure y'all have of waking up being a black man and going outside and having it being judged by double over. How no, am- no. It's like, you know, I mean, it's one of them things you can't really talk on unless you that. I feel that as a black man. Like, I try to tell my mama that shit. You can tell me all these stories, but you cannot. I can't walk. I can't walk that mm-hmm. woman's step. I don't know what that feel like. So There's no you, way I can speak for that. I can hear experiences. I can see it. I can't speak on that. And I say that for guys, especially black men. You, y'all can't sit here and be like, oh, we, no, you can't. And that really, that really, I guess that really sets a point with me, especially when black women tell me how a black man should be around. Because it's like, you can't, you don't know. We all so, go through black struggle. So we all go through the black struggle, but it's also in a different... It's not like it's a white person coming at you saying, I'm trying according. to... Um... So what would be the, your response to or your solution to that problem? Because you're making a very valid point. Uh-huh. But you're saying that we we actually clearly can't tell you how y'all can fix it because we okay. don't have those dated experiences. So on the topic of forgiveness, how would you navigate or how would you advise other black men to kind of deal with those struggles that you're talking One, about? One, somebody has to set the standard. Somebody has to set the tone. You got to have somebody r- willing to step up and, and say like, hey, it's okay to have this. It's okay for a black man to have anxiety. It's okay for you to feel depressed. It's okay. It's okay to want to speak about your problems because when you look in the community, it's looked upon as weak. You gotta talk about your problems with somebody that's weak. You gotta. You feel me? You gotta share information that's weak, yeah. and that's what we're growing into that nature of. So somebody, and I don't mind like myself, and I do that with uh, youth. Where I might, I always say if y'all got if you need to talk to somebody talk to somebody it's not good to hold these things in because now we do things that we don't mean to do and now we can't even explain that shit or we look dumb as fuck trying to explain it because nobody understands what we talking about because we never explained it to nobody so now I'm going in this fucking paradox that that really just goes okay, to so a misunderstanding of some situations that might get projected just because we got all that built up shit in. Bet. You know what I'm saying? So if I can consolidate all what you just said into five or four bullet points. Let's do four. Mm-hmm. What would be the first step? Like if you can give someone a step-by-step process. So the first step I guess would be because okay I can say this. It's no different ways. from a woman. That's what I'm going to say. We can do it no versus. Different. So for us women our first step would always is identifying the problem. Right? Same. Like, identifying the problem. Okay. And then the second thing for us is um Formulating an address. So I said that to say, 
we have our first mind, we have our second mind, and we have how we're going to address the situation. 100%. So it's like, I feel like that would probably be the same for men. Like when you are put in a situation, you have like your first mind, your second mind, and how you're actually going to deliver the situation. Mm -hmm. So then our third step, and I believe I'm speaking for you as well, for me, for sure, is my tribe. Like going back to the girls, because a lot of the times when you're dealing with the first and second, you need some type of support to kind of like and that's where we get our guarantee that you're making not even like making the right choices, but someone to soundboard decisions off of because the world will make you feel fucking crazy as a mm -hmm. black woman. If you say something too strongly, you're too strong, you're too aggressive, you're too attentive. So you kind of need your tribe to kind of bounce ideas back of and then, you know, make it to, which is five, that action. Because after I talked and figured it out and found the solution and then the soundboard with other people, now it's time to implement a plan to make that thing work. 100%. And just piggybacking off of you, it's no big, it's no really difference of a process, but we 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 got steps completely missing. Like you said, you got to clip talk to your tribe. How do I talk to a tribe that's already corrupted and say, just eat that shit up? There's no talking to that. So now we've skipped that part of having confirmation that this is okay. Now you have nothing. You have nothing. I, I'm going to challenge that because okay. I don't, I have a mixture of all types of friends and in, in, in groups. 100%. I do have my tribe. Um, however, I have, just as I've gotten older, I've realized that I can't have all types of conversations with all types of people. And right. So <laughs> I do have my fact. friend group that I can like say, hey, y'all, I'm like really having a rough day. Like I, if y'all could just like, y'all want to just come over, kick it, drink some wine, watch them. Like I need support. But I know if I go to another group of friends or another like, I can't, because they're going to they gonna look at you like, girl, what? Like, yeah, like it's just like it's not it's not that. So right. sometimes it's not even like you said, it's the it's the, the corruption mm -hmm. of the group. Um so with with that, it, it's it's so important to find that tribe. So if you mm -hmm. find that like everybody that you kick it with, you can't come to them with a real problem and they just support you. That's not your that that's not who you identify. Yeah, it's not the tribe for that. Because mm -hmm. I, I tell my fiance all the time, I say, Okay, you have your turn up friends. Yeah. And you have your like, your like, sh shit getting real friends. Exactly. <laughs> right. So like, it, and, and that's okay. Like everybody don't have to be your, your soul friend. That's like fine. that's just fine. Like I'm not, I'm not inviting you. It, put it in the mindset of like, yo, you got that broke friend, right? You're not mm -hmm. inviting that broke friend to certain places. We and it's not, not because, yeah, because right. you're, you're not even trying to put them in a situation and you're not trying to pay for it. Exactly. So like, you know, you're not inviting them to, to, to merchant and trade. They're That's not coming. Facts. But if y'all pull up at recess, <laughs> yeah, hey, bro, I'm going to recess. Come on out. Like, know that. Like, it's just whiskey warehouse. The most is $3. Like, you just know who you Ooh. got certain friends for and that's okay but i think a lot of times we like want everybody to be this like one big family and it's that's not how it's gonna work and that's what a problem like that's why that's why civilizations have villages Same. like it's different villages different tribes different nations navigating it differently gg has a really nice had in his time of, <laughs> i've known this man since high school so the time i've known him he's had a very nice collector he's had a very nice collective of friends mm -hmm. but i will say yeah, baby. Can't mix everybody. You definitely have. I, I, I don't want to put nobody down because I don't think they listen to the podcast or not, but I will say the friend group that we do have currently, as far as men are concerned, they're definitely. I can think of like maybe one person I can honestly see you like having a whole lot of heart to heart and really getting somewhere with him about it. That's South Carolina. 
Okay. But <laughs> I, had to, I had to sit back, roll the catalog. I was like, huh? Like okay. toddler him. I don't. I mean, they're but not to say they can't have those conversations. It's just like they got so much stuff going on. Mm-hmm. I can see how you could feel like what you're trying to get across can get very much disluted in the conversation, and it's not really facts. And I ain't just speaking for me. I'm speaking for a lot of black men. Many black men. <laughs> I would say three fourths of the crowd, where they feel like they can't come to their group of friends with these kind of problems and you gotta eat that shit up but something else I've learned as I got older too and I'm pretty sure you probably can test this too the people that you do come over for wine it's probably like one or two people like it doesn't have to be a whole it it really one solid person can really do the job Yeah. but you know two or three makes it nice Oh, I'm about to say one person (laughs) do it fine but two or three that makes it okay yeah that's that's something else that's something else but I I it's sad. It's sad that y'all go through that. I'm sorry. I mean, it's, it's just some real regular shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just the thing. And that's what I was going to say. After the break, I was going to really get try to get back into like, okay, now what really is one of the things that you forget yourself for? Because that's what, it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when we come back from the break, we're going to get into certain things that we've forgiven ourselves for. And maybe I'm dropping some jewels of different activities that we can suggest for y'all to do in your process of forgiving. Um, the self-care journey is a journey, y'all. It is a freaking marathon. Oh, it's not a race. Certainly. You never finish. Take your time. You're like, like your girl Ashley said, you've never done healing, baby. The healing continues. And it's never too late to start forgiving yourself. Um, it's your girl, Yo Kelly. You already know to find me at Tiny Mighty Giant. La Baby Giant. My fault. You can't every time, bro. Shit. I can't help it, bro. You can also find that me. Be there. You can also find me at Just BCLT. That's we drop all the podcast stuff. This nigga got 13 Instagrams. This nigga said <laughs> tiny little mighty giant and then mushroom fairy. Now she's CLT, BLT. I said, God damn. Can you just tell the people who you are? You already know, man. She baby my favorite baby daddy. Fuck you saying. You know I ain't playing. Hey, Jim and I know him as I. Gotta be Justin James. That's G-O-T-T-A-B-E-J-U-S-T-I-N-J-A-M-E-S. Yes, that nigga is the best and he is blessed. Don't stress, nigga. This is your girl, Yo Cali. And of course, you already know you can follow me at Tiny Mighty Giant. Little baby, Jack and the Giant. Bean stock at the girl. We're going to pray she for better like jokes. Little, little jelly bean. We're going to pray for better jokes. <laughs> some of them hit. <laughs> <laughs> we can roll through some episodes, nigga. You don't want to do that. You already know what it is, man. I ain't going to say all that extra shit, man. My throat hurt. Him is out. No Jim is out. Yeah, talking about uh, G-O-T-T-A-B-E-J-A-M-E-S. Oh shit, I fucked up. Spell your name. <laughs> Gotta be Justin James. How I fuck my own name up? Lord Jesus. I talk. My twin was talking out his head. My fault, y'all. Go ahead. That twin do be talking. You feel uh, me? Twin be talking. <laughs> and of course, if you've been listening, we have a special guest today, Miss the coach herself, our girl Hottie, Miss I fucking Fur. Mm. Y'all are too kind. 
Ashley Mozingo. Yes, and y'all can follow me on all platforms at Coach Mozingo. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all that. I'll be talking a good, good word for you. Get your shit together. And a fucking firm is the life coaching platform, and it's A F K N F R I M. That made me want to change my name. A fucking firm, bro. I'm finna be the fucking shit. You know that. <laughs> Smell me stinky because I've been around the corner. And she spelled it properly. I know, and that's crazy. I'm gonna forget that shit out. I'm just I'm tonight. Just I'm gonna be high as hell on 2K talking shit to somebody's son. Ah, beat your ass because I'm. <laughs> and on that note, we have been talking about forgiveness, and as you nigga. can hear, Gigi got a lot to forgive himself for. He need to, he need to say sorry to a I lot do. of people's kids apparently on 2K. I do, but um, no, I mean, needs to forgive, forgive, forgive. talking about forgiveness and just different ways to forgive ourselves and how we practice forgiveness on a daily basis or at least try to practice forgiveness because i know at least for me this is a new exercise that i'm actively working on on a daily basis and i'm only getting better at it as the day goes by and as the days continue so um yeah we were going to talk about as different things that we have forgiven ourselves about recently you don't have to go too deep if you don't want to you guys um But if you want to, you know, share with the people. And then after you share your, you know, forgiveness, um, point out some things that help you achieve that level of forgiveness so we can help our listeners kind of start their forgiveness journey. Because that, I think, is probably the hardest part of anything is the starting. Mm-hmm. You got to know where to go. got to know where to go. You have to. And the GPS for this shit, but you got to figure it out. 
That's the, that's the start. Okay, ladies first, how, how you want to slice this shit up? I can, I can go, because oh, I mean... Wasabi style. Right. Um, beyond, you know, my ever-go, um, ever-going man troubles. I feel like that's all I talk about is man troubles, because God forgive me, right? Adios, meals. Um, but something else that I kind of re- recently forgave myself for, and I didn't really think it was a big deal ever, honestly, until I said it out loud, but um, the dimming the light thing. So mm-hmm. I tell Gigi all the time, like I want people that can pick up any type of thing and get really good at it and like master it over six months and then get tired of it and drop it. Um, and I feel like part of that process was because I really didn't give myself the adequate attention that I felt like I needed and deserved. Mm-hmm. I'm one of five kids and being a very low maintenance child for my parents, um, they didn't really feed into me or didn't really feel the need to because they knew I was always together and taken care of. Um, so when it came back to myself, I always felt like I, I, I will feed into myself to a certain extent and then get tired out or just, just get sidetracked with whatever the case may be. Um, so I had to start talking to myself about allowing myself to be the light that I know I am and being comfortable with how I want to express myself, whether it be me wearing red hair, whether me being wearing vulgar clothes or really chill, lax clothes, whether it be me addressing a situation at that time, how I feel like I want to address it and not in a way that it makes it more feasible for the listeners to hear. Um, Because a lot of times I feel like I will compromise myself to fit a, a person or a situation or a job or just anything I and okay. it's not yeah, okay what you're at. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. i had to like you know back. get back on it and kind of just give myself a little time to just say hey, hey girl stop it stop yeah. stop stop, stop 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 beating yourself up stop comparing yourself stop stop not stop not letting yourself go to your full potential mm-hmm. stop being afraid of what your full potential is and people tell me all the time oh you're this you're that it's because you are yeah mm-hmm. believe those things except like, the except the that's who he is that's who i am and that honestly has also helped me a lot with my whole self-health and my self-care journey especially just accepting who i am and being okay with that first and foremost and everyone else second I feel that. Yeah, oh, but that's, yeah, that's I, I actually super aligned. Like, that's good. I've, I'm going through a similar shift. Like, I'm just Love like, it. I think the most recent thing I've forgiven myself for, um, I would say, because I've been like, it's been back to back to back. Like, I really like when I went to therapy. This was my like fourth time going to therapy. I was like, I'm in this this time. Like, you, I'm I'm doing all the homework you tell me to do. Um, here with it, I'm not going to cancel my appointment even when I want to because there was many times I just wanted to cancel because you just think nobody can really help you. Facts. So I was like, you know, every time that that feeling came up, I was like, nope, I'm just going to keep my appointment. I'm just going to keep my appointment. And I just kept going and learning and doing. And I think the most recent thing that I've forgiven myself for is thinking that all the things that I thought were bad about me were bad about me. Like, the mm, things okay. that I think are bad, okay. they're not bad. Am I, I've, I've had a lot of conversation about that. Like, I know it's definitely like a, 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 um, a, a twofold thing. Like, I, I am, I consider myself, I like to think that I'm humble. Mm-hmm. But I know I have a mean pride streak in uh-huh. <laughs> like, 100%. Like, that's that M&I. I, I, I have 
very much so have moments where I know what I've created is fire. Know that. Like, and I know I it. What, I know it transcends. And even if only one person supported, I still know it was a good ass idea because I know I'm going to see it later. So I am, but I always thought that was a bad thing, right? Being prideful is a bad thing. You shouldn't be too Feeling prideful. cocky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a small like, line. It's yeah. A small line. It's a small line, but it's just like I'm not going around thinking anyone's below me. No. But I do think yeah. I'm the best. Honey, and it's just like that's okay. Like I, that's okay. I don't have to feel bad. For that's that. a good amen to that. So the, you know, I've been on that tight time for a little minute. I'm like, bro, I really gotta stop feeling like I'm the shit. But I can't help that shit, you can't bro. Help it. And be, feel lean, too, lean more into that. Like I'm you in are it. a great host. Like uh-huh. you do. You really do this. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't something new for you. You're not. No, you don't have everything that you think you're supposed to have, but you have everything that you need to get this off the ground and continue to keep it lifted. Because at this point, you up there. Yeah. Like you've been, you have your stake in the game. Don't think just because you ain't, ha- you didn't land an internship with Spotify or you didn't get the, the Nickelodeon blase blase. You feel me? Like or, or that doesn't discredit this- you from the work that you've done. Right. Like you still, you can still pull up SoundCloud and you got your, your tracks there. You can still pull up. Uh, Google Podcasts, wherever you ha- that stuff is there. there yep. People can't erase that. Yep. So that is the one thing that the internet did help us with is recognition. Yeah. yeah. Like instead of comparison, let's use it as recognition. Look back uh, at your Facebook memory from five years ago, and you wrote a deep post that was really, really profound. Yeah. But at the time, it wasn't received well because. Mm-hmm. People be 14,000 years behind you. Right. Like, you're supposed to feel good. Let you let yourself feel good about Damn. what you've done. Mm. That's the mm. biggest part. Allowing yourself you. to do that. Ooh, and yeah. That's, that's a, the first step. And I, it's, it's a shit, weird, right. awkward feeling. I hear the uh, imposter <laughs> syndrome all the time now. Imposter syndrome is like being like a trending fucking like mm-hmm. tag word. But it's very true when you see people and you're like, I can't do that. That can't be me. And it's like, yes. Yes, can you can. Be. That can be you. It's just like Gigi said at the beginning. It's the path that you're choosing to take at what's your path. Mm-hmm. That's the real get. What is your path? What's It's customized to you and for you and only for you. So... I'm definitely thank you, and you too as well, honey. Yeah, that was. I'm that definitely was trying, and I'm continuing trying. And I just feel like if anyone's out there trying, the first step is to say I'm sorry and whatever your name mm-hmm. is. That that was my first step, and then truly taking the time and being honest. Because on the th- one thing is for sure, if you can't be honest with no one else on this world, be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself. And honestly, ask yourself and talk to yourself and say, hey, me, am I okay? Are we okay? Is there something that we need to address? Is there something that we need to talk about? Is there anything that you feel like I did wrong to you? And really have that conversation because... It's a good yeah, one. Yeah, it's it, a good it, it one. It's a real good one. It's a good Ooh, conversation, you and you'll be why. surprised. You surprise yourself like, dang, maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't. Mm-hmm. And I should have. Especially when you're so used to being a cheerleader for everyone else in the world. And not yourself. Mm-hmm. That's the big one. Damn. Yeah, that was one of, that was one of the two points I was going to do shit. I had to forgive myself for always helping, supporting everybody else. And it's okay to just be like, nigga... I'm that too, nigga. Like, y'all niggas need, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay to put my shit on people because I'm so used to just being like, shit, 
I throw it out there, it's out there. I do it, I did it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I don't mm-hmm. really, I don't give myself enough credit for the shit that I do. Mm-hmm. And I just, cause I'm so like, I, I got that hunger for like, it gotta be better, it gotta be better. But it's okay to be like, nigga, that shit is good. <laughs> what I did was good. <laughs> it is well. This shit is it is way, but you know what I'm saying? Celebrating the triumphs are important. Celebrating the triumphs, and then I also had to realize I give people too much credit. Sometimes I'll give you too much credit. I had to learn to be okay with like, you know what? I am giving you too much credit. Wow. Fuck, it's okay to it's okay to rationalize that with people. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you, you put people in situations, you feel like you get, you got to give them this credit. You got to do this. You got to do that. No, you the fuck you do not. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do that shit. And it puts a mental strain on yourself. Because now that's always in the back of your head. Mm. You feel me? You got And you got to have that clear mind. So I probably did that shit like, did month. No cap. Gotta keep it fresh, and I haven't done it in a long time, so that's why I'm saying I did it this month because I had to have a realization with myself. That's why I'm glad with Callie put that shit on the board, uh, on the post and shit. I was just like, damn, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. We got a good ass stick job. I ain't gonna lie, to y'all. <laughs> hey, we got a good ass stick job, but yeah, they came out the jar. You gotta learn. It's okay to give. They don't. They don't need all that credit. You gotta give yourself more credit than what you give people. Mm. At the end of the day, you just did something for me. You feel me? I was like, like I hear that. You got to that. because we don't it. do that enough. Yeah. We want to give everybody, oh, you know, they did this for me. They did that for me. Man, yeah. fuck all that. Yeah. Fuck all that, bro. Because either you did, I did this. Either you did it because you wanted to help me or you did it because you wanted something. So what was your intention? You feel me? Mm-hmm. And that's what it really can get down to the nitty gritty if we get into that. What'd you really do that shit for me for? Mm-hmm. Was it so you should say you got the upper hand on me? You could hold that shit on me? Or did you really genuinely just do that shit? Yeah. And don't care from nothing about it. That's some real shit. Yeah. I recently went through a process like like that where I was just like, wow, this person like didn't care for me, mm-hmm. but they wanted me to care for them. And it's just like they did, it, yeah, and you and I was like, oh, but this I, it's in the same in the same mindset. This person helped me like in a really rough time, but like that that's okay to acknowledge that that was yeah that, that, that was, was that, just that for time. That time get you through like, that yeah, shit, and then you're not there no more, and you're. Wondering why you're like fighting through so many like barriers. Because you're going against the grain. Yeah. <laughs> and then more cases why? than not, we're more willing to do for others than what people are willing to do for ourselves. So it's like, case in point, we, and that, I don't know the situation, but I can only assume that if the, if the roles were reversed, you would do the same thing. So I'm not expecting. Or you would think that. You would think that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not expecting any type of like additional gratification on what you did or how you held me down because. If it was reversed, I, w- I would hold you down without a problem. Without a freaking problem. That's, that has been my struggle. And, I, and honestly, the reason why I've kind of disconnected from a lot of people because, like Gigi said, I hold people to a certain standard. Mm-hmm. And I expect them to live up to that standard. And instead of letting reality just play its role in them being who they are. Yeah. Especially drunk. if you've communicated that. Mm-hmm. Um, like what, what, what your standards are. If you let someone know your expectations and they let them down, let them go. <laughs> That's not the problem, though. Like, we set this mental standard and we think they're just going to understand that shit. You got to realize you no. have to communicate that shit. Even when your mind changes. Exactly. Like, I got to let you know. You know yeah, what I'm doing that like, I, You know, this used to be cool for us, but it's not cool anymore. Like, I, I've had to have that conversations with, like, with, with friends. It's like, hey, like, I know you, like, you know, say that, like, I'm chaos, but I don't really like that. I don't like that you say that. Like that doesn't feel good, right? So it was it was it was funny before, like when 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 my shit really wasn't together, 
Like, but you know. And I'm on my shit too. Yeah, not, yeah, not I'm on my shit. That's not where I'm at anymore. Right. So it's, it's about communicating that barrier and enforcing it when it, like, somebody, like, tries to. And if that person, like, or if that situation, because I'm like that with jobs too, like, if you're in a situation, like, and the same thing keeps happening to you, make a change. Exactly. Because, That's like, a- every corporate setting I'm in, I'm the aggressive black woman. It don't matter if I, I ain't even said nothing. <laughs> so I'm just like, I made the realization this week, like, okay, I'm really not for corporate. It, mm-hmm. I don't want to just go back and get a bag real quick. Mm-hmm. I can't do it because it pisses me off mm-hmm. because I get in here and I'm advocating for people and I'm getting treated like shit because that's not what these big companies want to do. Mm-mm. They don't want to advocate for people. No, they don't care about us. Right. So I'm just like, I gotta, I gotta get out of here. Because <laughs> you're going to get And the they grand. have no yeah. boundaries. Mm-hmm. And it's like mm-hmm. modern day slavery in my experience. Like, I honestly, oh my gosh, corporate America is not for the weak of heart. And no. you're right, it's really not for everybody because Doggy it's... Dog. You know, and I'm not trying to talk shady to no people, but you all know those people in school that like came every year with their binders and their dividers and their pencil cases and loved organization and sat at the front of the I class every fucking time and had every mm-hmm. eraser you could possibly need and you wanted their notes because they notes was color coded and highlighted and all kinds of diagrams drawn from that motherfucker like they was on the point. I used to those cheat off them people, niggas. Those lot. people thrive <laughs> off of corporate America because yeah. they live for that that Structure. that acclamation that mm-hmm. yeah. oh you did a really good job on that report. Here's your bag. Right. Like, Here's a 2%, uh, 0.7% raise, actually. And they live for <laughs> that. Good. That's like getting yeah, an A yeah. on a test. Yeah. And for us, yeah. like, I didn't say I was a bad student, but I for me, it was, as long as I got the information to pass the class, we Gucci. Like, yeah. I'm trying to get to the next level. I'm trying to get to the next up, up. And that was always an issue, especially when you tell a company, because I love my pitches. I always like to grow with a company. I really like to grow. Right, and I tell them, I want to I grow, I want to grow with you. And I really do want to grow with a lot of companies sometimes, sometimes. But, man, once you get into, like, that past that little honeymoon phase with your job. And, yeah. you know, the, the, and every relationship. And the manager's not so cute no more. And now they're emailing you three, four times a day and calling your personal phone mm-hmm. on the weekends. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can you, uh, you come in, bro? Miss Cheryl, right. what, what? I know you're on vacation. Miss Cheryl, I cannot. And, and, and we see it on the ground, but look, um, Johnny called out, and we need you. I can't come in today. I'm shaking ass. You sure? Yeah. Can't. Well, can't we gonna have to let you go. So I, I, I agree. It's just not meant for everyone, and it, and that's okay. And it's okay because I, I, I still need that claims adjuster. <laughs> like yeah. I need you to be there because yeah. when I hit something, because I can't drive, I need you in I that need seat. You. That's your right. job. It's, it, it works. It works for some people. Just like everybody. Don't have to like be an entrepreneur. That's like, true. Like they don't have to. Yeah, it might not be your calling. It might either. not be your. It might not be your thing, and that's okay. You just keep doing a thing until you find your thing. I'm about to say, get your thing. That was literally something else I had to forgive myself for, and it sounds so minuscule <laughs> at the time. Get your thing. It sounds so minuscule at the time, but um, not being able to play all those roles, like mm-hmm. being able to juggle all the different things, and getting to a place where I don't want to be a photographer. I don't want to be a videographer. I don't want to be a creative director. I don't want to, I don't want to play all these roles. I just want to be that one person that I am. And I'm okay with that. And I had to get okay with that. And I had to like forgive myself for even like allowing myself to stretch myself so thin, Mm -hmm. feeling like I had to achieve something. Like who am I putting on for? Who am I, who am I, Who's gonna pat me on the back for getting all these like skills on my belt? No one cares. 
No one cares. It's all about me and how how I feel about it. Yeah, how do I feel? Like, definitely forgiving yourself for the role that you played on packing on the weight that you Mm. carried. And that's... Yeah, okay. Acknowledging that and accepting that. Yeah. Ooh. Have to. And, it, and, you, and you said it. Like, you start, you're starting to feel lighter. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, because I was the one. Like, you can put this on your back, too. Like, you can, you can put the family issues on your back. You got it. You tough enough for it. Here, you can put trying to maintain this household on your back. You got it. Don't worry. Here, put this relationship on your back. You got it. Like, you're, good, you're built for this. Okay. No, I don't want to be. <laughs> you have to be. Right? I don't, like, yeah, it's like, you know what? This is, this is right. actually too much. I'm not too much. This is too much. And I'm sorry for putting myself through that. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry for even putting you through that, girl, because we didn't have to do that. <laughs> we didn't we have, have to do that. that. Go there. Go there. You said, it was my you, fault. when you were sitting there and you made the agreement or you made a decision, you was just like, okay. You knew then that you weren't in it. Mm-mm. Don't sign that, that paper. Don't sign that, that job offer. If you, we have to create a better relationship with our instincts because our instincts is how we talk and receive messages from God. Mm. So when you trust your instinct, you can trust that you're not being led astray. Very like true. you are okay. If you're, you walking up to a building and your stomach do something, you're like, okay, that's not the, that's not the place for me today. Mm-mm. Like I don't ever get mad when my GPS fuck up. Because I know that I drive a certain way. Mm-hmm. I'm a terrible driver. <laughs> I'm not good at it. Recognize problem. Like, I'm not good at it. So I know that when my GPS fucks up, something just saved me from what I was about to get into. Yep. Because I know that I'm not that strong in that area. So I could get frustrated, but it added another seven miles to my trip. It's but okay. it's okay. Because I, I was supposed to take them extra seven miles. And then break my neck trying to cut ass. <laughs> Cut it in half, cause you know people try to like cut in three. Yeah, lines, get, mm-hmm. that's me. I'm sly. Hold on, <laughs> I gotta get over. Not necessary. Not okay, so let me tell you something. Okay. Moral of the day. Mm-hmm. Before I get to that, if I gotta get over, I gotta get over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but so moral, of, moral the day. of the day. You gotta learn how to communicate with everybody, but even more than that, you gotta learn how to communicate with yourself. Mm-hmm. Starts with self. For Starts sure. with self before you can go get help. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. See, I get sayings all the time. That was that was a nice way to wrap that up. I well, appreciate yeah. it. That was the movie. Yeah. Get one of these. Get one of these. Get one of these. It. We need to get that little button. That, uh, you, you, you. I was thinking about that all the time. Like we need the board, nigga. I'll be in this big one. Stupid. Throw the fireworks. And this is why Boom. we don't have a board just quite yet because you'd be going crazy. We gonna graduate. Y'all just got a stream, lame man, niggas. Decide. It's okay. We're gonna pay that. We shit. definitely gonna graduate very soon. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you, Ashley, for coming. Thank you for having Rassy me. Ashley. That's what I, mean. I loved Rassy it. I loved it. I loved it. Um, you can find this podcast on Google Podcasts, Three Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. Anywhere podcasts are found, you can find Blunt Talk TV. That's the great thing about us. Um, and of course, you can always follow me at just be, yeah. Follow the Blunt Talk page at just BCLT. There you go. And you can follow me at Tiny Dot Mighty Giant. Leave me alone. <laughs> and our special guest this oh, evening. Me. Our special guest this evening was the most luxurious guest we've had thus far. Okay. Okay, Miss the coach herself. She said in tones, throw them bones. Miss Mazingo. What you said? What, what, what your ad name it, was? It's, 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 it's a, 
It is Coach Mozingo on all platforms. All that. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, all YouTube. That. Just Google Coach Mozingo. You will find me. All that. The life coaching platform is a fucking firm. A F K N F I R M. That shit cra- I gotta figure something out. You gonna get a fucking firm. You better get a fucking firm today. And who are you, sir? Get your fucking laughs together. That's who the fuck I am. AKA Jim and I know him as I. Know that, know that. Take this picture because I'm smiling like a Ooh. We'll get you Gotta be out. Justin James. You know the name. Stay in your lane. Stay in that nigga. You already know what it is, huh? Ooh, that was good. That was good. We're getting better at the end. You know what I'm talking about? Summing it up. Y'all pray for me. Pray for I me. I signed up for this. I got a lot of shit going on. I signed up for this. And I signed off on it. So look. <laughs> <laughs> this shit crazy, cuz. Until next time, guys. Mm-hmm. Bye, but I'm fine.